بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد في مس حديث رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم in which Rasul-e Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam divided this month of Ramadan into three parts. Awaluhu rahma, awsatuhu maghfira, wa akhiruhu itqum minan nar. He said the first part of Ramadan is representative of Allah's mercy. The second part, Allah's maghfirat. And the last part, we have just completed or entered into the 25th of Ramadan, just a very short period of this month remains. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa referred to this last part as Aitqum minan nar, as emancipation from the fire of hell. And we see from the noble conduct of our beloved Master sallallahu alayhi wa that throughout the month of Ramadan he would exert himself in the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, exert himself in spirituality, but he would increase in this last section to such an extent that Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha describing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa in the last ten nights of Ramadan she would say, Aqadha Ahlahu. Allah's Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would not would ensure that even his family members were kept awake. Shadd al expression in hadith, which literally means to tie the lungi. Means he would tirelessly exert himself. And we find this expression in the hadith, Ahya Layla Kullahu. Allah's Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, his back would not touch the bed during the last ten nights of Ramadan. This khususi and specific amal during this last ten days or nights of Ramadan is the amal of i'tikaf. And the objective of i'tikaf is the pursuit of Laylatul Qadr. To some extent, we have some knowledge of this, but very briefly, with regards to the revelation of the surah inna anzalnahu fi laylatil qadr wa ma adraka ma laylatul qadr laylatul qadr khayrun min alf shahr tanazzalul malaikatu wal ruhu fiha bi idhni rabbihim min kulli amr salamun hiya hatta matla'il fajr different interpretations ulama ikram have given with regards to when this surah was revealed but one of the popular opinions is that Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam once mentioned to the sahaba kiram of the great, great acts of ibadat and mujahadat of the nations of the past. He mentioned particularly amongst the Bani Israel that there was one person who made jihad for 1,000 months. 1,000 months is 83 years and 4 months plus minus. So one person made jihad for such a long period. And likewise, he mentioned certain individuals who made ibadat for this type of period. This is something that worried Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In the sense that this ummat, their lifespan cannot compare to the lifespan that was given to the nations of the past. 
So he felt that how could my Sahaba or my Ummat will be left behind in the sense that they will not be able to make Ibadat or even Jihad to this extent. And we find that on this occasion, Jibreel alayhi salam, out of this concern and worry for Rasulullah through his barakah and blessings and his worry for his Ummat, Allah Ta'ala gave this Ummat this great solution that is found that this Ummat was given Laylatul Qadr. A blessed night, a night which is better than a thousand months. A night, Allah Ta'ala doesn't say equal to a thousand months, Allah says khayrum min alf shahar. Better than a thousand months. How much better? Only Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala knows. But even if you have to say equal to that, 83 years, 4 months, it means a person in his lifespan, if he stays awake in Allah's ibadat for 10 nights of qadr, that is staying awake for 800, more than 830 years ibadat reward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give. Now if you look at the surah of the Qur'an, Qur'an is ajeeb. Qur'an, every aspect of the Qur'an is a miracle. This is Allah's kalam. Allah Ta'ala says, إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةِ الْقَدْرِ That verily we reveal this Qur'an in Laylatul Qadr. Mufassirin explain what is meant by this. Is they say that the Qur'an from the Lohe Mahfuz, from the protected tablet, was brought down to the first heaven, Baytul Izza, on this night of Laylatul Qadr. And then for the next 23 years, in sections and portions, was brought by Jibreel Amin to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this first movement, Qur'an in its complete form, from Lohe Mahfuz to Baytul Izza, occurred on the night of Qadr, Laylatul Qadr. What does this word Qadr mean? Normally we see in the commentaries or in the English translations of the Qur'an, Inna anzalnahu fi Laylatul Qadr, that we revealed it on the night of power or the night of majesty. We find that in the Arabic language, the word Qadr has many meanings. And what is ajeeb is that most of these meanings, if we have to apply it to Laylatul Qadr, and then look for the answer of it, we will find it in the same surah. Example, one meaning of Qadr is something that is priceless. Like there is an Arabic expression, La yuqaddar qimatuhu. No price can be put on it. How valuable it is. So one meaning of Qadr is something that is very precious, very valuable. You can't put a price tag on it. So, inna anzallahu fi laylatil Qadr. We revealed it on the night which is priceless. Ya Allah, what is the value of this night? So in the same surah, Allah Ta'ala tells us, laylatul Qadri khayrum min al-fishahar. That laylatul Qadr is better than 1,000 months. Another meaning of Qadr, we find elsewhere in the Qur'an, Allah says, مَا قَدَرُ اللَّهَ حَقَّ قَدْرِ They have not appreciated Allah as He ought to be appreciated. So one meaning of Qadr is azmat, ihtiram, honor. مَا قَدَرُ اللَّهَ حَقَّ قَدْرِ So the question is asked that what is the ihtiram, what is the honor, what is the auspiciousness of the night of Qadr? In the same surah, Allah Ta'ala tells us, تَنَزَّلُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَالرُّوحُ فِيهَا بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ مِنْ كُلِّ أَمْرِ This night is so auspicious, so auspicious, that the malaika descend to the earth on this night. 
And Jibreel Amin, the head of the Malaika, he also descends to the earth on this night. Jibreel is sahib wahi He would descend to the earth with wahi with the revelation to the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. Yet because of the auspiciousness of the night of Qadr, Jibreel also descends to the earth. Another meaning of Qadr is what we call, like in Urdu, tangi, straightedness, tightness. Yabsutur rizqa yasha'u wa yaqdir. Allah says we open the risk of some people and we tighten it for others. We restrict it. So one meaning of Qadr is restriction. إِذَا مَبْتَلَاهُ رَبُّهُ فَقَدَرَ عَلَيْهِ رِزْقَهُ فَيَقُولُ رَبِّي أَحَانًا And Allah Ta'ala tests a person, sometimes Allah restricts their sustenance. So how is this, what is the significance of restriction with the night of Qadr? Again in the same surah, Allah Ta'ala tells us, تَنَزَّل This word تَنَزَّل means so many malaika, so many malaika, so many malaika descend on the earth, that the earth becomes restricted. There's no space where you will not find the malaika of Allah. Another meaning of this word qadr, qadr ja'ala Allahu li kulli shay'in qadra. In other words, extent or scale. So what is the extent or scale of this night? That also in the surah Allah Ta'ala tells us, Till when is this night? What is its scale? What is its extent? Salamun hiya hatta matla'il fajr. Peace descends on this night right up till the end of sehri. In other words, until the breaking of dawn. Till that time, that is the scale or the extent of this night. Another meaning of qadr, as we know even in Urdu, kisi ka qadr karna, to show appreciation. So even that, Allah Ta'ala appreciates the exertion of his bandhas and his slave on this, on this night. Another meaning of qadr is predestination, taqdeer. Qadr comes from that also. So here, elsewhere in the Qur'an, Allah Ta'ala tells us, فِيهَا يُفْرَقُ كُلُّ أَمْرٍ حَكِيمٍ That on the night of qadr, every decision or decree of wisdom is apportioned and sent down by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As to when is Laylatul Qadr and what are we supposed to do on this night? One is we see the noble conduct of Rasul Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we find that when the surah was revealed, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam thereafter was coming to inform the Sahaba Ikram as to when exactly is Laylatul Qadr. But as he came, Two Sahaba were engaged in an argument. From this we learn how destructive and how harmful severing of ties and disunity is. Because of this, the nahusat of this, the knowledge of exactly when Laylatul Qadr is was taken away from the Ummah. However, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Search for Laylatul Qadr, taharro Laylatul Qadr. General, broad meaning, search for Laylatul Qadr in the last ten nights of Ramadan. But we find if we look at other ahadith, specifically during the odd nights of the last ten nights of Ramadan, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 25th, 27th, 29th. 
Obviously, this year already three of the odd nights have passed, just two remain. But this idea that Laylatul Qadr definitely falls on the 27th night, this is not supported by the general body of ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa The fact that the exact night was not specifically informed to the ummah, this in itself is not a complete loss. Ulama Ikram mentioned there are multitudes of benefits even in that that Allah Ta'ala has kept for the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Amongst the benefits are one, amongst the benefits, one is that if we all knew exactly when is Laylatul Qadr, then 354 nights of the Islamic calendar, no one will make ibadat. They'll only make ibadat on that one night. Because they know exactly when it is. Say, okay, 83 years, so I'll just exert myself on that one night, take it easy for the rest of the time. Which defeats the objective of Sharia. Secondly, this is a great mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the sense that if we knew exactly when was Laylatul Qadr and on that same night the ghibat carries on, the music carries on, the shaitan box carries on, Allah's disobedience carries on, then this can very, very easily draw the azab and the punishment and the lanat and the curses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Laylatul Qadr and this is the level of, of, of lack of appreciation that you are showing. Another great wisdom and benefit is that if in one of the odd nights for some reason someone was sick or he was tired or he was on a journey or he missed the opportunity, he does not lose hope. He feels that I have another four odd nights or I have another four, I have several other nights of the last ten nights of Ramadan in which I can engage in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you look at the noble practice of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he searched for this to such an extent that from the time of the mashru'iyat of it, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would practice on the great sunnah of i'tikaf of the last ten nights of Ramadan. And if you look at this word, Arabic word i'tikaf, it comes from the root word akafa ya'kifu, which means, like we say in Urdu, murjana, hajjana, seclusion. جب تم میرے پاس ہوتے کوئی کوئی دوسرا نہیں ہوتا to go into total complete solitary confinement where it is only Habib and Mahbub you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the analogy of اعتقاف is like a little child sobbing and crying at the door of the mother begging that I'm not going to move from here till you don't open the door for me I'm not going to move from here till you don't accept me so that is the psychology behind atikaf. That, Ya Allah, mujhe milna hai tujko. Ya Allah, I have to find you. Ya Allah, I need your forgiveness. I need your closeness. I need your ta'alluq. I'm going nowhere. Ya Allah, I'm not going to leave till you don't grant me your closeness. Allah is more merciful than any mother. Allah is more merciful than any human being. Allah's mercy is limitless. So this is the objective and the the psychology behind atikaf. And what is very, very important, my respected brothers, is we observe that with the passage of time, this great sunnah of Rasulullah the actual essence of it is getting lost. Getting lost in the sense that even on these Mubarak nights, a person may be in the masjid, but we are engaged in other activities. Joking, laughing, other different, different... What we call... Layani, things that have no real benefit. 
Imam Abu Dawood rahimahullah, when he came to his Abu Dawood Sharif in the preparation of that kitab, great muhaddith, he said, I collected 500,000 ahadith. From the 500,000 ahadith, I selected 4,800 ahadith for my kitab. In other words, Abu Dawood Sharif. Then he said that from that 4,800 ahadith, there are four ahadith. Four ahadith, that if you practice upon this, it is as if you are practicing upon 4,800 ahadith. By extension, as if you are practicing upon 500,000 ahadith. Of these four hadiths, one hadith, Rasulullah said, مِنْ حُسْنِ إِسْلَامِ الْمَرْئِ تَرْكُهُ مَا لَا يَعْنِيهِ the perfection, the culmination, the excellence, the beauty of the Islam and deen of a person is for him to give up what is useless. Useless actions and useless speech. So particularly, particularly on these nights, in this occasion or this time, my respected brothers, whether we are in etikaf or not, in sunnat etikaf or not, Nothing stops us from making the niyat of nafil etikaf whenever we are in the masjid. But when we are in this environment, this is something we have to become very, very hard on ourselves. In fact, many centuries humanity lived without that cell phone. If for a few nights we give up the cell phone, inshallah nothing will happen. We won't lose out anything. Because we observe nowadays, youngsters, mashallah, in the masjid, even elderly people, in the masjid, Supposed to be you and Allah. Person is looking at his cell phone, roaming different sites, getting involved in conversations, etc. Maliyasa Rahmatullah is to say, Tori der layani ke andar chalis din ke makbul ibadat ke nur ko salb kar lete. That a little while of layani, useless talk, chit chat, ghibat about somebody, making a joke about somebody, passing rumors about somebody, making remarks about somebody. Say, little while of layani will wipe away the noor of 40 days of accepted ibadat. So this is particularly during this period, my respected brothers. Let us leave all the chit-chat and all the socializing for some other time. This is not the time for that. This is the time, you and Allah. You and Allah. Aisha radiallahu anha, she asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that if I feel that it is Laylatul Qadr, then what should I do? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam taught her this dua. Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'afuani. That, O oh Allah, you are very forgiving. You love to forgive, so forgive me. So one is the dua itself, but in this is ishara, that what is the amal of these nights? Dua, turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Asking Allah's maghfirat. Making decision to change the direction that our lives are going. Pondering, reflecting. Re-engaging with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Reflecting and considering What is the direction our lives are going Prioritizing What our objective should be Becoming conscious of the shortness of our life Qabr is coming Akhirat is coming This is the time for that And as far as possible We should be hard on ourselves Do not allow anything to distract us Keep ourselves busy with tilawat of Quran With dhikrullah With dua With qiyam Hadith, man qama laylatul qadr. Doesn't only mean standing in salah, but it is one of the amal. Rasulullah said, man qama laylatul qadr. Imanan wa ihtisaban ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min zambi. A person who will stand in salah 
or will engage in ibadat on Laylatul Qadr, غُفِرَ لَهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِ Allah will forgive all his sins. Atikaf itself, each day of Atikaf, Allah will distance you three trenches from Jahannam. The distance of each trench is the distance between the heavens and the earth. So this is a very mubarak and a very maqbool time. Whether we live to see another Ramadan, another Laylatul Qadr, another year, that only Allah knows. But now, this is, this is the time now. After the Hilal of Eid is sighted, you are not going to be able to find nights like this, or days like this, or opportunities like this. So my respected brothers, as far as possible, we should maximize the benefit of these opportunities. Allah give us tawfiq.